Getting you ready for the Valley Catholic Warriors and the St. Genevieve Dragons broadcast game number 305 on the season. And we'll bring you the starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Starting first with the visiting Valley Catholic Warriors. They'll be leading things off with their shortstop, Addie Weiler. They'll be followed up in the order by Avery Ziprich, their pitcher. Michaela Joggerst is the designated player today. She'll be batting third, batting in place of the catcher, Nicole Gegg. Batting fourth, Macy Wolk, the second baseman. In the five spot, it's Emily Fleeg, the first baseman. In right field, batting sixth, it's Aubrey Wolk. Kelsey Bloom plays third, bats seventh. The eight hitters, Lauren Wolk, the left fielder. And rounding out the lineup out of the nine spot is Addie Donzi. Again, the order is Addie Weiler, Avery Ziprich, Michaela Joggerst, Macy Wolk, Emily Fleeg, Aubrey Wolk, Kelsey Bloom, Lauren Wolk, and Addie Donzi. The order for the Valley Catholic Warriors under ninth-year head coach Kurt Bosler, 10-3. and three, Their record on the season up to this point so far. To bring you the fielding alignment for the host St. Genevieve Dragons, here's Jared Pettis. Sean, thanks. Brenna Wiener in left field. Center fielder Hope Schmelzley and Mallory Woke is in right field. Around the horn on the infield for St. Gen. Maddie Terry at third. Ava Huber, the shortstop. Mia Schweigert is at second. Alyssa Beckerman, the first baseman. The battery today for the Dragons. Chloe Staffen behind the plate. In the circle, Ava Greer. Starting lineups come courtesy of Shelter Insurance Agents, David Scott Haggerty. 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. Addie Weiler digs into the right-handed batter's box to face off against the pitcher Ava Greer and the first pitch in there for a strike. Umpiring crew today, Sean behind the plate calling the balls and strikes. Kevin Kemp in the field, it's Doug Massey. Counts, it's 0-1. High and outside, missing for a ball. A ball and a strike. Your count for Weiler. First pitch coming in at 4.29 p.m. The 1-1. Swung on a miss. 1-2. and two. High and outside with that pitch was Ava Greer. Stepping out to recollect herself is Addie Weiler as she chased that one outside. Greer sets, and the 1-2. Swung and a miss. Strike three. And thinking that perhaps that it was missed by the catcher was Weiler. She took off up the line towards first, but then just had to turn to her right and make her way back to the dugout. There's one away in the top of the first inning. First pitch was brought to you by Boyd & Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. First pitch strike to Avery Ziprich, who digs in. How about the start for Ava Greer? Now one pitch into the second batter, but that big, quick strikeout set a tone for things as far as uh, defense goes for St. Jen and could transfer into offense for their club as well as they come to bat next inning. Downstairs, misses for a ball, a ball and a strike. Well, we've seen at various points throughout the season. Ava Greer, as talented as she is, have trouble with location, sometimes in the first inning as well. She did walk the bases loaded against Kingston in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Now the count sits 2-1 to Ziprich. Even though you had that quick strike, you need to get another quick out here. The 2-1, higher this time, and outside still, one way or another, it's a ball, and the count goes 3-1. A lot of trust from head coach Becky Keim of the St. Genevieve Dragons, in particular with her battery, Greer and Staffen. This one hit in the air, deep, right center field, and it's a home run. It clears the fence by inches. 
And the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors strike first as Ziprich racing her way around the ballpark. She's at home for a home run. one nothing Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. That's the fastest home run trot I've seen from a <laughs> softball player in quite some time. That was it. Probably about a five-second trip around the bases almost. And, Sean, I did not think that one was out. It did not look like it was going out, similar to that of Gracie Wright's homer in the MAAA Conference Tournament. That was a low one, and I was trying to see. It was just offset from straightaway center field to the right, and there were some fans there set up in lawn chairs, as you'll typically see here at Leon's Field in St. Genevieve. And they had their hands up, and I didn't know if it actually got to them because none of them certainly made a catch, and it kind of – either went off one of their hands and fell straight down or it grazed the top of the fence and then fell down in front of them because no one got hit with it either. A ball delivered to Michaela Joggers. 1-0 your count. one nothing Valley Catholic Warriors. We talk about how that first strike out of the game could set a tone for Greer, but that home run for Ziprich could do the same for Valley Catholic's offense. Paints the corner, low and away. One ball, one strike your count. Greer has found herself in some trouble here in the first inning. The 1-1. Swung and a miss. Ball and two strikes. Here's the 1-2. Popped up. Does it stay in the ballpark? It does, but not enough air under it on the third base side for Matty Terry to catch up to it. It innocently lands for a foul ball. Count remains 1-2. and two. Count remains a ball and two strikes for Joggers up at the plate. The one-two. Just misses low and outside. Two and two, your count. Here's the two-two. Hit hard on the ground towards short. Huber gobbles it up on to first in time. Two away, top of the first inning. That's a good play by Huber. It's shortstop. Corral that knew she had enough time to uh, get a little bit better of a throwing lane, if you will, on a couple of hops before firing it over there, and they got joggers at first. It kind of skipped higher on her than I think she initially thought it was going to, but did a great job staying with it to make a nice play. First pitch misses on the outside part of the plate for a ball to Macy Wolk, cleanup hitter for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Greer sets, favoring the third base side of the mound, delivers the pitch on the outside part of the plate, and it's in there for a strike. A ball and a strike. The 1-1. Popped up, foul territory. First base side and out of play. The count goes 1-2. and Wolk digs back into the right-handed batter's box. Straight up stance, pretty much sitting in the middle of the box as well. High and outside, and misses for a ball, two and two. You got Emily Fleeg awaiting her turn on deck. We're in the top of the first inning, and already it's one nothing Valley Catholic Warriors, courtesy of a Zipperich home run. The 2-2 kicks up some rubber pellets in the all-turf infield we've got here at Leon's Fields, and the count runs full at three and two. A huge pitch coming from Greer. You want to get the out here. You don't want to put a runner on with two outs. 3-2. Misses low for ball four. 
And working a walk is Macy Wolk, and that brings Emily Fleeg to the plates. See how aggressive they get with Wolk at first base. Again, this is a good battery here for St. Genevieve between the sophomores of Greer and Staffen. And Fleeg will dig in. Open stance, right-handed batter's box. Crowding the plate a little bit. Takes one on the outside part of the plate for a strike. Counts it 0-1. Greer set, and the 0-1. A little bit further outside this time, but it gets the call. Only flee based on her reaction. Didn't seem too happy about that. Kind of threw her head back a little bit. And the count is zone two with Macy Wolk at first. Well, if you're Greer, do you go a little bit more outside here and see how far you can go? Yep, especially for that. See if you can get Emily Fleeg to chase it. She does. That was probably going to be called a ball. But instead, she goes down on strikes. But the Valley Catholic Warriors strike first. They get one run on one big hit from Avery Ziprich, a solo shot home run. And that's where the score sits right now. one nothing. Valley Catholic Warriors over the St. Genevieve Dragons as we head to the bottom of the first inning on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareadoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareador.com. Serving you since 1978. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Counts its 0-1 to lead off the bottom of the first inning. St. Genevieve Dragons come to the plate for the first time. Finding themselves trailing by a run. one nothing. your score. Another foul ball for Ava Huber brings the count quickly to 0-2. We'll bring you the starting lineups for the St. Genevieve Dragons, brought to you by Shelter Insurance agent J.J. Vickers, 63 School Street in Bonterre. That's where you can find him. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. We'll get that to you in just a second. Here's the 0-2. Skips to the plate. It's a ball and two strikes. Ava Huber, the shortstop, leads things off for St. Genevieve. She's followed up in the order by Brenna Wiener, the left fielder. Batting third, it's Chloe Staffin, the catcher. The cleanup hitter is center fielder Hope Schmelzley. In right field, batting fifth, it's Mallory Wolk. Her protection in the order is Alyssa Beckerman, the first baseman. Maddie Terry, man's third. She'll bat seventh in the order. Mia Schweigert is the seven hitter, or the eight hitter, excuse me, is the second baseman. And Autumn Werner, the designated player today, rounding out the lineup and batting in place of the pitcher, Ava Greer. 
Uh, Hubert goes down on strikes. So the rest of the order for St. Genevieve is Wiener, Staffen, Schmelzley, Wolk, Beckerman, Terry Schweigert, and Werner as the first pitch in there for a strike from Ziprich, who's already got her first strikeout of the game. And as they go around the horn with the baseball following the strikeout, we'll introduce you to the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors as we go around the horn as well. Once again, here's Jared Pettis. Sean, thanks. We'll start in the outfield. Lauren Wolk, Addie Donzi, Aubrey Wolk left to right as that one got a piece of the batter and Warner, and she will take her base. Around the horn in the infield for Valley Catholic, Kelsey Bloom at third base, Addie Weiler, the shortstop, Macy Wolk is at second base, Emily Fleek, the first baseman, and the battery today for the Valley Catholic Warriors, Nicole Gig behind home plate. And Aubrey Zipperich in, or uh, yeah, Aubrey Zipperich rather in the circle. Starting lineups, it comes courtesy of Shelter Insurance, your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. So Wiener's at first with Chloe Stafford up at the plates. Takes the first pitch strike. Runner goes throw. Not a great one from Nicole Gay. Kind of looked like it slipped out of her hand a little bit as she pounds her catcher's mitt. And safe at second base with a clean steal is Brenna Wiener. Staffen with a 1-0 count as that first pitch to her missed for a ball. And she'll call time and step out. St. Genevieve sporting those pinstripe uniforms. First time we've seen them since they came out of the box back in the very beginning of the season when they faced off against the Central Lady Rebels on March the 22nd. The 0-1 upstairs misses for a ball. Jumping off of second base is Wiener, but she'll have to scamper back as Nicole Gegg sticks with it. The count now sits 2-0. and And wearing the green pants with the pinstripe uniforms this afternoon, however, not the white pants that we saw in that game that they've had to revert back to with switching back to the uh, all white the all white uniforms as that one swung in a miss. Excuse me, the count is now a ball in two strikes. Popped up foul territory. Way out of play. Count remains one and two. I like these uniforms for St. Genevieve. Dragons written in a thin font on the front with a green piping around it, matching the green lettering of it. We've got the uh, numbers in it again, a narrow font on the back of the uniform with the names also above the uniforms as well. Something you don't see all too often in high school sports. Swung and a miss. Staffing down on strikes for out number two in the bottom of the first inning. And Ziprich got the first two outs of this game from her via the strikeouts. And that will bring Hope Schmelzley, the cleanup hitter, to the plate. Sean, I'm with you. I do like the jerseys, and I like this time that they went with the green pants. Yes, I think it's a much better look. Gets away from the catcher. Nicole Gag in there for a strike. Runner, Wiener, scampers down to third. We've got a runner at third, two outs, bottom of the first inning. St. Genevieve looking to tie this game back up at one all. Field one. Misses low in the zone for a ball. The ball on a striker count to Schmelzley. The 1 1. Foul back out of play. Count remains a ball and two strikes. Uh, 
I definitely like it with the green pants in this uniform. It just kind of looked weird with the pinstripes and then the white pants on it. And I get they kind of surprised the players by pulling those out in the last minute there. As there's a swing and a miss. Strike three, and Schmelzley goes down. That's the third strikeout already for Mabry Ziprich. His strikeouts are brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient. No runs, no hits, and no errors. And one runner left stranded at third base. We're through an inning of play. Your score, 1-0. Valley Catholic lead sing Genevieve on KFMO. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills Mineral Area College in Park Hills And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington Second inning we go, one nothing Valley Catholic Lady Warriors And they will bring 6-7-8 up to the dish and Aubrey Walk stares at strike one as it goes by here from Ava Greer. 0-1, your count to Aubrey Walk. Theo, one pitch. Outside part of the plate, misses for a ball. We're all leaving it a ball and a strike. Back in the first inning, it was a solo shot, line drive home run from Avery Ziprich to bring this game to its 1-0 score. 1-1, swing and a miss. Walk behind on the upstairs fastball. And the count goes one and two. The payoff, swing and a miss, strike three. Other than that one mistake from Ava Greer to Ziprich, we've seen a pretty good game so far. Again, small sample size, but I mean, you, out of the four outs that Greer has gotten, three of them have come from the strikeout, and Ziprich, other than a hit by pitch, struck out everybody she faced in the bottom of the first inning. Shauna, I don't know if it's too early to say, but we might be seeing one of those pitching duels that will end with a one nothing score like we saw in the conference tournament semifinals between Ziprich and Gracie Wright. Yeah, that it very well could play out this way. Something... And that's how that semifinal played out exactly, in fact, in terms of we got a run in the first inning and <laughs> nothing doing after that. Swing and a miss. Count is quickly 0-2 to Kelsey Bloom. Something that Glenberry and myself thought we'd see yesterday, and Bonterre <laughs> with two good lefties pitching, and it said it was a 15-10 ball game. The 0-2 misses upstairs. Yeah, I tuned in late in the game when I was driving home, and while I was on air on the FM, wasn't listening to very much of the ball game. And when I heard you say that'll make the score 15-10, I go, what? 15-10? There's a swing and a miss for the second out of the inning and the fourth strikeout of the game for Ava Greer. And the seventh strikeout combined from Ziprich and Greer. Out of the eight total outs that we've seen so far. I'll bring Lauren Wolk to the dish. wonder if Misha keeps the stat of 
total strikeouts in a game from both sides? Well, I don't keep all-time stats on that, but I do have a game involving that stat that I can go to in just a moment here as there's a pitch dropped in for strike one to Lauren Wolk. Go back to the championship game, Skyline Potosi in the Class 2. I believe they were still in separate classes back then, championship game, as there's a swing and a miss. Count quickly, 0-2. Sammy Hook had 28 strikeouts in that game through 11 and two-thirds innings. Lily Witten, the winning Skyline pitcher, had 17 strikeouts in that game. Pitch misses for a ball, a ball and two strikes. So needless to say... Outside of just seven inning games, all games said and done. We're a bit of a ways away from that one. Upstairs, misses for a ball. Two balls, two strikes, your count to Lauren Wolk. Greer set. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. Got him chasing the low outside corner for strike three. And Ava Greer bounces back in the top of the second inning by striking out the side. In a 1-2-3 frame. To the bottom of the second we go. Valley Catholic still with a 1-0 lead on the Parkland Sports Leader. AM 1240 KFMO. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. If you slipped into the habit of spending a lazy evening in front of the TV, there's nothing to watch on television. Try the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington for an evening of fun, the tastiest food, and sports on one of their big screens. Challenge your family to shooting some hoops, clearing the pool table, or testing your quickness with one of the video games in the arcade at the bullpen. You'll find something for everyone, including daily specials and events. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Out of the second inning, St. Genevieve Dragons come to the plate. Five, six, and seven all do up in the order. It's Mallory Volk who leads things off. Takes one low and inside for a ball. Want to know your counts. Valley Catholic wearing their blue uniforms today with Warriors written on an angular font that raises from the lower left corner to the upper right corner of the front of the uniform. And white lettering with a bit of a trim around it. Slow roller towards second. Mallory Wolk, the second baseman, has it. She turns, tosses the first in time for out number one in the bottom of the second inning. Sean, I had alluded to the uh, strikeout record for two pitchers combined in the game. Misha doesn't have that, but I am going to blow your mind. The softball record for strikeouts in a seven-inning game, can you take a guess of what it, what it might be? There's only 21 outs in a game. Unless you get a drop third strike. So is it more than 21? It is. It is. 24. It's way more than that. Oh, no. So on, in 2001, Samantha Fleeman struck out 44 batters in a seven-inning game. <laughs> Who was catching? Was anyone catching for her? I the guess not. I guess not. Fouled back. One and one your count. They show up with eight players and no catcher. I mean, if you've got a pitcher that's dealing like that, you may not necessarily need one. <laughs> 
44 strikeouts, and that's definitely in a seven-inning game? No, no, okay, it's not correct. Okay. It's in an extra-inning game. They played okay. 21 innings. Fouled straight back. That makes it a little bit better. That makes a lot more sense there. How many innings? 21? 21, yeah. That 12-inning contest between uh, and it was on October Potosi 20th. Skyline was long, and that was a long game with a lot of nothing happening because of the pitching duel that was playing out. A 1-2. This is low in the zone for a ball. Just an instance on Misha where they have it listed as a seven-inning game. Then in the next category, nope, it was 21 innings. Mm -hmm. That's still 44 strikeouts and 21 innings. So that's what? Out of the 66 batters that you'd face then, assuming she went the full and it wasn't like, you know, she was the visiting pitcher and lost in a walk-off. Pitch misses for a ball upstairs. Three and two, your count to Alyssa Beckerman with one away in the bottom of the second inning in a one-nothing ball game here. A three-two. Hit hard on the ground, back up the middle, and into center field for a base hit as Addie Donzi gets it back into second to keep Alyssa Beckerman at a single. Well, that's a good at bat by Beckerman to start things after the two-pitch out by Mallory Wolk. Beckerman comes up and works a three-two count and singles right back where it came from. That's it. Now the she just worked the count, but she turned it into something positive as well. And coming out to have a conversation with the home plate umpires, Becky Klein. We're going to see a courtesy runner over at first base, or at least a pinch runner. It's Adriana Bennett who will come in and run, but I imagine we'll see Terry just inserted back into the ball game. I'll bring Maddie Terry to the plate. I'll go back to that and see with that many innings, does it list another pitcher in the same date as the on the opposite side? Because it'll tell I'll you check. who they played against. And if you look down, you might be able to see if there's an opposing pitcher that played in that game as well against her. Dropped in for a strike by Ziprich. And the count is 0-1 to Maddie Terry. Seven hitter for the St. Genevieve Dragons. I'd imagine whomever was the pitcher in that game with that many strikeouts leads you to believe it's probably a low-scoring game as there's a swing and a miss upstairs. Nicole Gag will hang on to it as Bennett swipes second. And it's not like you're going to get 20-something innings out of a ball game with 44 strikeouts on one side and the other side the pitcher got shellacked. Swing and a miss upstairs in the zone. Maddie Terry behind on the fastball. And there's two down in the bottom of the second inning. Unfortunately, there is not an opponent on the list for uh, Samantha Fleeman in that one as uh, the Misha record book only goes to 11 in that category of strikeouts in an extra inning game. Swing and a miss. And Schweiger behind the count, 0-1. She's the eight hitter and the second baseman for the St. Genuine Dragons. Autumn Werner's due up next, and then it's back to the top of the order with Ava Huber if we get that far. The 0-1 fought off foul, hooking out of play. And the right field side of the park. And the count is 0-2. Ziprich sets the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three, and that will do it. Mia Schweiger down on strikes as Ziprich allows the runner to reach second base. But she gets a pair of strikeouts to not allow her to move any further. No run to hit, no errors. And that runner left stranded on second, as I mentioned before. 
We are through two innings complete in Valley Catholic with a one nothing lead on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO Park Hills. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. We go to the third inning. We only got one run to speak of. Valley Catholics got it. They lead one to nothing over St. Genevieve. And here to take over the play-by-play duties is Jared Pettis. Sean, thanks. Sadie Donzi leads things off. She'll bunt it right back to Greer. Fire it to first base where the second baseman, Mia Schweigert, is covering. And there's quickly one away here in the third inning. I like the idea for the bunt. It was just way too close for Ava Greer. She had plenty of time to make it and make a play on it as well. That'll send us back to the top of the Valley Catholic lineup for Addie Weiler, who struck out swinging back in the first. Oh, and that one's called a strike on the outside part of the plate, and she'll be behind 0-1. Home plate umpire seems to be favoring the outside part of the plate, and you know, with the, without the one nothing score, you would think that would benefit Ava Greer, who really loves attacking the outside part of the plate. The 0-1, this one on the inside part of the plate, but Weiler fouls it off and out of play, 0-2. That home plate umpire is Kevin Kemp. One out in the inning, an 0-2 count to Weiler as Greer delivers. That one high and away. That one's not going to get called a strike any day. And the count's one ball, two strikes. Greer ready. The 1-2. Right back up the middle. Ow, past the outstretched glove of Mia Schweigert. And into center field. And a lackadaisical throw. But the tag! No, they do not get the runner. That was Weiler. She singled. Then the center fielder, Schmelzley, just kind of stood up slowly after crouching to get the ball. And that allowed Weiler to move up to second. I don't know if Schmelzley was kind of asleep at the play, or I guess not at the plate, but asleep with the ball there in center field, just picking it up, not thinking that the runner was even going to dare push for second base. But Weiler, the speedy shortstop for Valley Catholic, she was off and running. After she rounded first, she saw that, Smelzy was kind of taking her time in center field and just bolted for second base, and it was a close play at second. That was a really bold move by Weiler to stretch that single to a double, but she got in there ahead of the tag somehow. Avery Zibrich does it again. That one is gone over the scoreboard. Wow, Zibrich with a bomb. There were questions about whether or not it was going to make it out of the park on the first one until it did. Zibrich, no doubt with that second one, booms it to left field. And again, another quick sprint around the ballpark for Avery Ziprich as she makes her way around the bases in record time. Ava Greer meeting with a couple of infielders and the catcher. That's a tough break as she was dealing. 
since that home run earlier from Ziprich. And Ziprich does it again. Help your help yourself out. Yeah. Well, Ziprich, I mean, she really has Ava Greer's number in this game. You go yard on a pitcher like Ava Greer twice. That is impressive. Well, needless to say that Ziprich is going to be an early contender for the Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game. Little Caesars, they've got locations in Farmington and Deloge. You can get yourself a pepperoni, sausage, or cheese pizza if you'd like, but you're not going to win it. you got to pay for it. $6.99 or $7.99 for a large thin crust pepperoni. Here's one popped up. Get a tough read by Hope Schmelzley. She'll have to come in and get it as it was just blooped behind the second base bag. The center fielder, shortstop, and second baseman could not get it, and it falls for a single. Huber was the closest to it. She reached out, but it was beyond her reach, so just a bloop single well-placed by Michaela Joggers. That's three in a row that have been able to reach base against Ava Greer. That'll bring up Macy Wolk, the second baseman. This is the second time through the order for Valley Catholic as well, so I wonder if they've made an adjustment. Off-speed pitch, froze Wolk, and she's behind 0-1 as that one dropped in there for a strike. St. Genevieve, 8-0 in conference play. They're already conference champions on the regular season slate as the 0-1 misses outside, 1-1. Valley Catholics, Macy Wolk in with one out and a 1-1 count the pitch. She'll foul it off, one and two. Wind blowing in from left field at the start of the game, now kind of left field to right field, but that wind on both home runs wasn't really a factor for Ziprich in the one-two. Here to Wolk, she'll pop it up. It's hooking, but that'll get out of play foul. It hit a fan who was trying to get out of the way of it. Kind of got her leg a little bit. Drawn some ooze from the fans here. And I assume a... she's doing all right, but she ducked <laughs> out of our view behind the Valley Catholic dugout now, so we can't really tell. Nobody's stopping anything. I imagine she's okay. Yeah. Still a 1-2 count. Three straight hits for Valley Catholic. And they've scored two runs so far this inning and lead 3-0. Pitch misses high to Wolk, and the count's 2-2. Two and two, And Ava Greer struggling to uh, get an out here after those three straight hits. And earlier in the season in the conference tournament, as the 2-2 comes in, just misses outside for a ball. The runner goes, the throw down, and sliding in safely as the throw was a little bit high is Joggers with the stolen bag. And Becky Kimes said in the post-game conversation, I believe it was on the night of the semifinals, that Ava Greer sometimes has trouble with her confidence. And she was pitching really well, but those two home runs won't help it. No. The full count and payoff pitch, way out in front of that one, Woke. And she swings and misses. Strikeout number six on the day for Ava Greer, and there's two away. Going back to that steal of Joggers swiping second, I think that... They could have had joggers if Staffen just had a lower throw. It was a timely throw. They had her, but because it was so high, Huber caught it and really quickly tried to pull the glove down, and the ball just kind of fell out of the glove in that case. I think if it's lower and Huber doesn't have to really kind of have to rip the ball down with the, glo with the glove, I think she can hang on to it better, and I think they've got the out. It's an 0-1 count as the pitch on the outside part of the plate to Fleeg was called a strike with the open stance. She's ready to go, the 0-1. Right there again, called strike again, and 
League not happy with that call. She struck out swinging in the first on two pitches that were outside and then chased one high and away. Let's see if they go back to that. Greer ready. She rocks and deals the 0-2. Just a little bit too far outside for home plate umpire Kevin Kemp to pull the trigger on that one, 1-2. One Fleeg, the first baseman for the Warriors. They lead 3-0, the 1-2 pitch. Missed outside again. Two balls, two strikes. You want to see if Greer get out of this inning. I mean, Weiler had a decent hit on her. Probably shouldn't have been an extra base hit. Wasn't going to matter with Avery Zipperich's big hit to left field, the home run. Then Joggers had that bloop single. It's not a bad inning. All said and done, and Greer does get out of it. The 2-2 swing and a miss, strike three, and strikeout number seven for Greer. But Valley Catholic do, does get two in the inning. They tag Greer with a two-run shot by Avery Zipperich, and the score 3-0 as we head to the bottom of the third inning. Autumn Warner, Ava Huber, Brenna Wiener do up for the Dragons. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest in a lead belt stove and fireplace. We can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, Ledco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Kennan in Park Hills. 3-0 the score, Valley Catholic with the advantage. Avery Ziprich, the three RBI in the game, and she's back to the circle for the Warriors as she'll face... The 9-1-2 batters in the St. Genevieve lineup. And Autumn Warner stands in. The first pitch to her, low and inside for a ball. And as good as Zipperich has been at the plate, throughout the two innings that we've seen her pitch so far, she has looked just about as good in the circle. The 1-0 fouled off to the backstop, 1-1. One one. This is looking early on like it's shaping up to be an elite performance from Zipperich. And if she's going to be playing like this on both sides of the field, look out everyone else in Valley Catholic's district and in their path through the playoffs coming up in just a few weeks. 1-1 on the outside part of the plate. Warner chases it, and she's behind it, 1-2. and two. And Ziprich working quickly from the circle, the 1-2. High popped up on the infield, throwing the ha uh, helmet off his gag, but it goes out of play behind home plate. And we'll do it again. A one-two count. Zipperich struck out all three batters in the first, after, uh, but it was separated by a Bruno Wiener hit by pitch. The only base runner in that inning as the one-two at the knees. Call the ball. Two balls, two strikes. Then in the second, Mallory Wolk grounded out. Beckerman singled, and then back-to-back -back strikeouts for Zipperich again. She's got five of those trying to get number six, the 2-2. Two -two. 
Swing and a miss. There it is. And we head back to the top of the order for St. Jen as they trail 3-0 and Ava Huber do up. So let's see what adjustments they've made. We saw Valley Catholic do a nice job adjust against Ava Greer with their second time through the order, getting a couple of hits. Some just gently found their way in the infield. One left the ballpark in a hurry. First pitch to Huber. Just misses. Huber struck out swinging back in the first inning. Zipper ready. She'll rock and fire. Check swing. Just missed inside, though. Huber pulled it back well before there would even be a chance to ask the fielding umpire. The count's 2-0. Huber wears jersey number 10 for the Dragons. She's the shortstop. The 2-0. On the ground towards the opposite shortstop. Weiler across the diamond and a good stretch doing the splits. Fleeg. And they get Huber at first. That wasn't the strongest of throws we've seen from Weiler, but Fleeg had to do everything she could over at first base to make that play. Otherwise, Huber was going to be safe with an infield single. And so Brenna Wiener will come up, the left fielder. She was hit by a pitch back in the first inning and was stranded at third base. That's the best chance that St. Genevieve's had throughout this game to try to get a run home. From the crouch stance, Ziprich fires one in there at the knees for a strike. The third baseman, Kelsey Bloom, well in in front of the bag. As Wiener does like to put down the little slap bunt the other way. The 0-1, she'll do it here, show it anyways, pull it back for one in the dirt, or in the uh, turf rather. Count even at 1-1. One and one. Wiener, the lefty, the 1-1 pitch. Slap hit approach by the left fielder, Brenna Wiener, but she lays off of another one in the turf. Two balls, one strike. The 2-1 pitch. Wiener well behind that fastball. And the count's two balls, two strikes. That low in the zone with the approach like that as well, you're probably best off just laying off of it and hoping it's going to be called ball three. The 2-2 two, two with two outs. That one's outside into the backstop, ball three. And that could have been potentially a walk from Wiener. Instead, she at least runs the count full. The lefty back in to face Ziprich. The payoff pitch on the ground, off the third baseman, and shortstop. And that'll be a two-out single for Brenna Wiener. It's kind of pinballed off of everyone. That was a rocket shot off the turf to Bloom. And because it deflected off of her, Weiler at short didn't really have much of a chance to react to it. She barely got a piece of it. And finally, Lauren Wolken left field is able to get to it. But by that time, Wiener was already safe at first base with a single. And Chloe Staffen stands in with two outs and a chance to get two runs back with one swing. She'll lay off the pitch high, the throw down to second as Wiener steals, and she's in there safely. And with the runner in scoring position now, 
Staffen ready to go. Ziprich. Rocks and fires. Staffen fouls this one off over the first base dugout. One ball, one strike. Staffen the catcher for the Dragons. With an open stance. A slight wiggle on the bat. The 1-1. She pops this one up. Straight oh. back. Sean's got it. Yeah. I don't have that quite that kind of a reach, but I was ready in case it did start to come our way. A 1-2 count now with two outs and a runner at second base. Zipperich gets the sign. The 1-2. Fouled off again. This time we'll redo the count as Staffen stays alive on deck. If we get there, Hope Schmelzley, the center fielder. Ziprich ready. The one-two. Swing and a miss. Pulled the string on Staffen, and she strikes out for a second time and strike out number seven for Avery Ziprich. We head to the fourth inning. It's 3-0. Valley Catholic leading St. Jen as Aubrey Wolk leads things off for the Lady Warriors when we return on KFMO. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Here's breaking news. The Great American Liquidation Event happening now at Sam Sism Ford. For nine days only, they're slashing prices and pushing inventory out the door. Payments as low as $1.99 a month. Zero dollars down available. Their loss is your gain. All inventory must go. With the economy starting to slow, banks are desperate for new loans. Don't wait because of previous credit problems. Come trade today and start rebuilding your credit now. They can help. The goal is 100% credit approval. All applications will be accepted. First-time buyers, zero credit, past repossession, fresh bankruptcy, no problem. As low as $0 down and $1.99 a month payments. The Great American Liquidation Event, nine days only. Visit Sam Sism Ford today for a deal that won't be beat. Check out SismFord.com or call 431-3177 for directions today. Finance offers require bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. 3-0 to the fourth inning. Valley Catholic leads St. Genevieve. Ava Greer still in the circle for the Dragons and leading things off for the Lady Warriors. Aubrey Wolk, the right fielder. She'll be followed by the third baseman Kelsey Bloom and the left fielder Lauren Wolk and first pitch swing and fouled off to the netting behind home plate. I think this is a big inning for Ava Greer and keeping the St. Genevieve Dragons in this game. We saw last inning, Valley Catholic, especially the top half of the order, was able to get to her. I think this inning, if she can get a quick inning out of it, that's a good sign. The ensuing inning after that, or I guess I should say the next time we see that top of the order come up again for Valley Catholic, 
So they're going to, whether it's this inning or the next one. I think that'll be a huge sign for how Ava Greer is going to do for the rest of this contest. 1-1, just misses low. Two balls, one strike to Wolk, who struck out swinging in the second. She, though, is ahead in the count here as Ava Greer rocks and fires, and that one in the turf again. Three balls, one strike. We're seeing Ava Greer at various points throughout this game struggle with her location in terms of just consistently hitting the strike zone. The 3-1 inside, ball four. A leadoff walk, and that'll bring up Kelsey Bloom. As she struck out back in the second inning. The third baseman. And the corners are in for St. Jen. Let's see if the bunt's going to be on for Bloom and Valley Catholic. It is. She'll pop it up and put down a good one. It's going to be played in fair territory. Did she hit it, though? The St. catcher, kind Chloe of looking around. I think they were trying to see if Volk had ran into it up the line at first because she bunted that, and it was hugging the first base line. And to your point, that was touched by Staffen in play. I think it was it one was going hop foul. away from going foul. Yeah. yeah. And if, you're gonna, if it's going to take that long to develop, you're best off just letting it go foul. Becky Kime asking the umpire something. He just walks away. Her palms were up, and now Lauren Wolk stands in. Do you put the bunt on again? They do. They do, but she fouls it off. Bloom, she was trying to drop a sacrifice bunt, but it just kind of turns into a single. That's a tough break. That one was definitely hopping foul. Yeah. It didn't look like it was close. Maybe Staffen picked it up because as Bloom was running by, she dropped the bat right where the ball was. Maybe she, maybe the ball hit it and it was heading foul. That's why Staffen picked it up. Well, because you kind of see Staffen looked around like there was something that she thought should have been called in that instance that wasn't. So that's why I'm almost wondering if she picked it up because it was touched up in fair territory by Bloom the batter, and we could have gotten her out on interference. Second pitch showing bunt. Wolk chases it high, doesn't pull it back 0-2. She'll not have the bunt on here, but the runners will move up because the wild pitch goes over the head of Staffen into the backstop. Now it's two in scoring position for St. Genevieve, and still nobody out in this top of the fourth inning, or for Valley Catholic, excuse me. And the double play now is not in order as far as a normal double play. The 1-2 away from the catcher again off her shin pad. And the count's even at 2-2. Two and two. You can still get one out here, but then you need that unorthodox double play to not get back to the top of the order as Addie Weiler stands in the hole. And on deck, it's Addie Donzi. The 2-2 two -two called strike three, strikeout number eight. For Ava Greer, and there is one away. That's it. Other than a few instances here and there, Ava Greer has looked really, really good throughout this game. Addie Dunsey grounded out to the pitcher in the third. She'll show bunt here. Pop it up on the infield. Staffen is there to make the catch. And we're going to go up to the top of the order for Addie Weiler with two outs and two runners in scoring position. And that means Avery Ziprich is on deck. That doesn't go down in the scorebook as a great play from Chloe Staffen, but that really was a phenomenal play. It was popped up right to where the home plate umpire was, and so Staffen, with it directly behind her head, not only had to find it, but make her way to it as well cleanly to make that play. She kind of had to lean backwards to get a good look at it. 
Weiler takes a ball, and Sean, this is an out you have to get because you don't want to have the bases loaded with Ziprich, or you don't want to not have first base open with Ziprich at the bat. Yeah. Weiler swings and misses. I, I don't think you want to face Ziprich in this inning here. I mean, you, whether it's, you know, the bases loaded or, you know, a runner comes in to score, you don't want Ziprich to come to the plate. She has had Ava Greer's number throughout this game. The 1-1 one, one outside called strike two, one and two. And a big pitch coming here from Ava Greer. She'll rock and fire the 1-2. Swing and a miss, and she gets out of the jam, and Ziprich will lead off the fifth inning with nobody on base. We've head to the bottom of the fourth, 3 nothing the score, and a big chance for St. Genevieve as Schmelzley leads things off. Schmelzley, Wolk, and Beckerman. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareadoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareadoor.com. Serving you since 1978. LeCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. First pitch fouled off by Hope Schmelzley leading things off. An 0-1 count. Avery Ziprich working from the circle. She'll rock and fire the 0-1. That one misses high and outside. One ball, one strike. And you take a look down and something you don't see that often. A pitcher in the bullpen for St. Genevieve warming up. Be interesting to see if she gets used. It's Cook for St. Genevieve. And I think just in softball, you seldom see pitchers kind of get pulled from a game no matter how it's going. So I think it's one of those where, yeah, she's warming up right now, but I won't believe Ava Greer is pulled from this game until I see her no longer in the circle and someone else is delivering a pitch. 1-1 one, one called a strike, hard hit ball and a hop to Bloom over at third. She's got plenty of time because it was hard hit, and she fires it to, across the diamond to Fleeg, and they get Hope Schmelzley at first base. And credit to Fleeg for reaching up to snag that one as well. It's a 3 nothing ball game favoring the Valley Catholic Warriors. A lot of that because of Avery Ziprich, especially on the offensive side, especially on the pitching side. But I'll tell you what, Emily Fleeg's play at first deserves some credit as well. She's had a couple of nice plays in this game. And we see Mallory Wolk come up with one out in the inning. And she'll take a ball low and inside. Infield straight away. Outfield as well. The 1-0. 
Taking that one was Wolk, and it misses just below the knees. Two balls, no strikes. The last time a St. Genevieve hitter was ahead in the count, 2-0. They grounded out. That was Huber back in the third. We're in the bottom of the fourth, 3-0 Valley Catholic. The 2-0 just misses again high, 3-0. And the first 3-0 count to a St. Genevieve hitter in this one. The pitch, right down the middle, it get me over strike as Wolk lays off of it. And now it's three and one. You want to see St. Genevieve just kind of get something going. They've had a base runner in each inning so far of the first three that have been played complete. But, I mean, they've gotten two to second, one to third, but it's never really felt like St. Genevieve has ever threatened in this game. Even in the first inning when it's Wiener that made it all the way to third base, I never really got the sense of, Oh, man, Zipperich is in a little bit of trouble here. St. Genevieve is about to get a run home. It never really kind of felt that way. The 3-1 fouled off. Now the 3-2 coming from Zipperich with one out in the bottom of the fourth. Outside, ball four. And so now for the fourth inning in a row, the St. Genevieve Dragons have gotten a runner on in each inning. Haven't been able to bring anyone home yet throughout this game. We'll see if the middle of their order can change that with Beckerman coming to the plate, who's one for one. Beckerman did single in the second. It's a hard grounder right back up the middle into center field. One of the best struck balls we've seen against Zipperich in this game. She'll take one high for a ball. And if Zipperich is struggling to find the strike zone currently in this inning as it stands through two batters, why not just take until you hear a strike? The 1-0. Swing and a miss. Chasing one high is Beckerman. And the count now even at one ball, one strike with a runner at first and one out. Zipperich towing the rubber again as the shadows creep in from behind home plate. The 1-1. One, one. That one high and popped foul. And it'll be 1-2. Beckerman just below that pitch, just above the letters. And now a 1-2 count. Zipperich looking for strikeout number eight. The 1-2. There it is. Swing and a miss as Beckerman chases one in the turf. The eighth strikeout of the game for Zipperich. Meanwhile, on the other side, Greer, even with the three runs that she's allowed throughout this game, she's got nine strikeouts to her name as well. You erase the two big hits from Zipperich. There's a few dinkers and dunkers in there against David Greer, but she's been phenomenal in this game too. Strike call to Maddie Terry. No throw down as Walk steals second. Terry, the third baseman, struck out swinging back in the second inning. She's behind 0-1, and Zipperich rocks and fires. Popped up to center field. Donzi to her left. She'll settle underneath it. Put it away, and we will head to the fifth inning. And the big bat of Avery Zipperich leads things off. Let's see if she can do some more damage. Two homers and three RBI in the game. Valley Catholic leads 3-0 over St. Genevieve on KFMO. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted your best. 
MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally springtime and boy, we're excited. We've got lots of inventory, big rebates, 2023 Grand Cherokee L's, rebates up to $5,500 plus big Pettis discounts. The truck you're looking for, we've got them, half tons, three quarters and one tons. Custom, lifted, leather, you name it, diesels, gas, no matter what it is, we've got them with discounts and rebates. So come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd & Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. To the top of the fifth, Ziprich standing in. Ava Greer still in the circle. Ziprich has hit two home runs. And she'll take an off-speed pitch, call the strike on the outside part of the plate. It was a solo shot in the first and a two-run shot in the third to either side of center field. One to left center and one just a little bit offset of straightaway center on the right side as ooh, a heavy hack from Zipper. She's behind 0-2. Chase one high. She wanted that third home run of the game. We talked before about Ava Greer and instilling confidence in her and I think especially with this situation, it's a fresh start to the inning. It's the first batter you face in the inning. Let her go after Ziprich. And she strikes her out. Ziprich swings and misses at that fastball in the zone. That's a big out for Greer, one away in the fifth. Well, you mentioned before that, you know, that would have been time putting her name in the record book, Ziprich, if she got the home run there. That would have uh, put her in a, a giant tie for a fourth. fourth yep. Yeah, with uh, three home runs in the game. The record is four. There's three players that have that. Here's one popped up on the infield, and Greer can't get to it, and that'll be a two-bag error. Joggers finds herself at second base. And you'll score that one E1 as Greer just settled underneath it. And you often tell on baseball especially that you don't want the pitcher making a play because they have to come off a mound. Softball, you don't have to do that, but still, Greer did not have the best angles on that one straight above her. It was kind of a weird one where she came in on it and looked like she was going to have it, but then over-pursued it and leaned back to try to snag it and went off the tip of her glove ever so barely. Another one popped up. Going to be a tough play. Going back is the second baseman, Schweigert. She'll get it behind the bag, and tagging up from second is Joggerst. And so there's two away, and Emily Fleeg will come up with a runner at third base. Really nice heads-up play from Joggerst, tagging up from second. To make it all the way to third. Nice job by Schweigert, however, the second baseman for St. Genevieve to track that fly ball down. She had to go quite a ways for that. It was right on the line in shallow right field. Fleeg chases one high and away, strike one. Back to my point before about confidence with Greer. I like that they made her go after Ziprich, but the four home runs, we were kind of talking at the tail end of that break about, you know, how is it only four? But you think about it, you have to not only go yard, Five times in a game, you've already hit four home runs in a game. Unless it's an offensive shootout, you're probably talking about a run rule game that ends a little bit earlier. 1-1, one, one, as that one missed? You may not even get five plate appearances in that game after you've hit your fourth home run. The 1-1 one, one pitch just misses below the knees, make it 2-1, and one, and Fleeg in a hitter's count. And I'm, honestly, if I'm the coach and a player's hit three home runs, I'm not pitching to you. I don't care that if the too. bases are loaded. 
Yeah, that's just you, you put it in play, let alone if you just don't get anything to hit. The 2-1 backs Fleeg off the plate. Three balls, one strike. Greer to the rubber. The 3-1. Ball four as that one skips to the plate, and Aubrey Wolk will come to bat. With runners now at the corners. Wolk, 0 for 1, struck out in the second, walked in the fourth. At third base, it's Michaela Joggers at first, Fleeg. Greer still in the circle, and she gets the sign. Two outs in the inning, the first pitch of the at-bat. Low for ball one. I mentioned before that this kind of felt like a big opportunity for Ava Greer to face off against this top half of the order. They've gotten to her a little bit here. They've got two on, but all said and done, I think it'll be another good half inning for Ava Greer in the circle if she escapes unscathed. Forget what happened to the base paths at this point. You keep it at a 3 nothing game, that's good sign for Ava Greer through the rest of this contest. The 1-0 fouled off. Now the 1-1 pitch coming from Greer. Swing and a miss on the one outside by Wolk. And she's behind one and two as she took a good cut but was just out in front of it. Greer, the one-two on the ground, a slow roller to the third baseman. Terry over to first and a good stretch by Beckerman. And that'll retire the side. No runs on no hits, one error, and two runners left stranded. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Valley Catholic leads St. Genevieve 3 nothing on KFMO. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kinnon at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart. Shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. 8-9-1 due up for St. Genevieve, trailing by three in the bottom of the fifth. 3-0 Valley Catholic. First pitch swinging. Schweigert swings and misses. She's behind 0-1-1. She struck out swinging back in the second. We checked the Mineral Area Overhead Door out-of-town scoreboard. On the baseball side, Festus leads the Potosi Trojans after three innings, 6-1. to one. And in the third inning, Fredericktown leads Herculaneum 1-0. That's on the middle area overhead door out-of-town scoreboard as the 0-1 misses inside, one ball, one strike. Mineral area overhead door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive just north of Farmington, providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. 
1-1 pitch. Fouled off. Make it 1-2. and two. Mia Schweiger wearing her hair down, which is something you seldom see in girls sports. Softball in particular. Usually players will have a braid or a ponytail of some kind. Something to keep the hair from kind of flowing all over the place. 1-2 count. The pitch from Ziprich. This one's lifted towards left field. The left fielder coming in, and it'll drop in front of Lauren Wolk. And so a leadoff single for Mia Schweiger. And let's see if that can spark something for the St. Jen hitters as Autumn Werner comes up. Nice piece of hitting from Schweiger. It's not always about how hard you hit it. It's about where you place it, and that was an example right there. Popping it over the top of Addie Weiler, but not enough hang time on it for either her or Lauren Wolk to get to it in left in shallow left field. That'll bring up Warner with the runner at first. She struck out back in the third inning. She'll send this one to the right, uh, left center field gap, and that'll get down, and it'll botch off of Lauren Walk. And had she controlled that cleanly, they might have got Schweigert at second on a fielder's choice. Instead, two on with nobody out, and we're back to the top of the St. Jen lineup. They might have also gotten Schweigert doubled up, or excuse me, out at second base in the fielder's choice if she wasn't off and running. I mean, she took off to try to steal second base. The hit and run was on. Autumn Werner placed it well, similarly to what Schweiger did, a spot where nobody was occupying in shallow left field. This time closer to the second base bag. And if Schweiger didn't get that start and she was starting closer to first, where she probably would have waited closer to the bag, I don't know if they uh, if she gets it to second base in time without that big head start. Nobody out, two on. Ava Huber batting. She's 0 for 2 today. She'll swing at the first pitch and pop it up on the infield. Infield fly rule is called, and it's dropped, and there's a confusion at first base. They're going to get a double play. Oh, man. Greg Allen, if you're listening. <laughs> he always would advocate for that, and this time Addie Weiler, intentional or not, did drop it, and Werner standing out at second base confused. Credit to Schweiger. She stood still, and even with the chaos of Werner taking off for second base, Schweiger did not move off second base at all. And Weiler, I think maybe trying to see if she could kind of, you know, make it clear that, or not make it clear, try and trick Schweiger, went over and tagged her anyway, even though she was clearly standing on second base. Well, that's the right thing to do, at least tag them both, because somebody's going to be out. So what they did, they tagged Schweigert at second, then Werner as she came back off of second. And the first pitch to Brenna Wiener at the knees, calling the strike. And that will stop a rally. You do still have a runner in scoring position, but not as much pressure on the pitcher as you would have had. An 0-1 count to Wiener. The pitch from Ziprich bounced towards the third baseman. She'll corral it, Blum over to first. Another good stretch, beating it out safely is Brenna Wiener. Well, for some reason, Kelsey Bloom looked the runner Schweigert at second back. There's two outs in the inning. Why are you looking the runner back at second? Who cares if she takes off for third? Get the out across the diamond at first place. If she doesn't look the runner back at second base, she has more time to throw it to Fleeg across the diamond, and she's got the out. And the dangerous Chloe Staffen is at the dish. Two outs in the inning, two on. They're at the corners. First pitch to Staffen. Taken high, the throw down, cut off by Ziprich from a knee as Wiener will steal second. And Nicole Gag, they've been running on her all game so far. I like that decision there. Just throw it right back to Ziprich. Don't try to gun Wiener out at second, even though it would end the inning. 
I, I'd much rather you just trust Ziprich to get the out here. She's been phenomenal throughout this game. The 1-0, Staffen takes one, called a strike on the outside part of the plate. And the count's even at one ball is one strike. And there is a hole right up the middle. If you can get it past Ziprich, that'll score two. The 1-1. Swing and a miss, a heavy cut from Staffen out in front of the off-speed pitch. They'll be off on contact as well, and Wiener, as we've seen throughout this game, has some good speed at second base, so really, no matter what direction you hit it, if it gets out of the infield and lands for a hit, it's going to be two. The one-two fouled off, Staffen stays alive. Yeah, unless it's smoked at one of the corner outfielders, I don't really see a scenario where the ball leaves the infield for a hit and two runs don't score. Two outs in the inning. At third, it's Schweigert. At second, Wiener. Batting, Staffen, the one-two. She'll ground this one. Will it stay fair? No, just foul. That was really close, and I'm not sure if that actually was a foul ball. I thought that was going to be fair up the line. It looked like it went under the glove of Kelsey Bloom for a hit. Kingston softball beats Grandview in three innings. Wow. 19-3. to three. Good for Kingston, getting their first win of the season. One-two count with two outs. We'll do it again. The pitch. Strike three called Staffen. Fooled by Ziprich. And a good job by Ziprich to again get out of a jam. And we head to the sixth inning. And Sean Malone will take you the rest of the way. 3-0 Valley Catholic on KFMO. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. We won't be beat. Placid Tire Service is the low price leader on tires. And if you do manage to find a lower price on a comparable tire, we'll match it with our low price pledge. Stretch your dollars with outstanding deals from Placid Tire Service on tires for your car, van, truck, crossover, SUV, and more. Placid Tire Service has a huge selection of tires in stock and ready to install today. Plus, get six months deferred interest on purchases of $149 or more with your Placid Tire Service card. For the best deal on tires, see Placid Tire Service. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We are proud to be a part of high school sports. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. (laughs) Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. We're into the sixth inning. Game reset. Valley Catholic got one in the first on a home run by Ziprich, two in the third on two, a two-run home run by Ziprich. They have three runs in the game. They lead St. Genevieve 3-0. That game reset courtesy of Shelter Insurance, your local Shelter Insurance agents, Dave and Scott Haggerty and J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency. We're your shield, we're your shelter, and to take you the rest of the way, here is Sean Malone. Jared Pettis, thank you very much. 3 nothing Valley Catholic with the lead over St. Genevieve as we head to the top half of the sixth inning. Bloom, Wolk, and Dunsey will all bat here in the top half of the sixth, bottom third of the order. 
for Valley Catholic. And taking the first pitch strike is Kelsey Bloom as the count goes 0-1. Bloom on the day so far. She's one for two. Strikeout swinging and reached on that bunt that we kind of thought Chloe Staffen should have let go from behind the plate. Instead touched it before it went into foul territory. And the count now sits at an even 1-1. The pitch. Taking for a strike. And it's now a 1-2 count. Here's the pitch. Low and outside, missing for a ball, 2-2. Two and two. The 2-2 pitch. Low outside, doesn't get the call again, and the count is run full at 3-2. and two. Here's the 3-2 payoff pitch. Fought off foul and up the first base side out of play. Count remains three and two. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. It goes off the tip of the glove of Staffin. The throw to first. Safe. I think they're going to say Beckerman got pulled off the bag. It was kind of an interesting throw over to first from Staffen because she was closer to the first base dugout. So that forced Beckerman to have to catch it in the path of the base runner in Kelsey Bloom, and she's safe. It'll be a throwing error by Chloe Staffen behind the plate. It's a tough, tough break for Ava Greer, who a couple of times now could have had an out but doesn't get it. That'll bring Lauren Wolk to the plate. Bunt shown. Barrels pulled back and jumping off the bag at first is Bloom. She doesn't go anywhere, though. It's taking for a ball. Want to know your counts. Chloe Staffen kind of staring her down a little bit. The 1-0. Bunt shown again. Same situation. Pulling the barrel of the bat back is Lauren Wolk, and it's a 2-0 count as Bloom stays put at first. I know it's tough to, you, you always think, ah, just throw strikes. It's tough for a pitcher to do that, but they're just giving you an out. The 2-0. That time it got the outside part of the plate for a strike. Lauren Wolk doesn't like the call. Count goes 2-1. and one. Again, she showed bunt and pulled it back. Greer, rocks and fires, bunt, popped up, out of the reach of Staffen behind home plate. 2-2 count, nice job by Ava Greer to battle back and bring it to a two-strike count as Lauren Wolk was trying to drop a sacrifice bunt. Got Bloom at first in a 3-0 ball game favoring Valley Catholic. They're looking to build on that lead here in the top of the sixth inning. Wolk digs back into the right-handed batter's box. The 2-2. Swing and a miss, strike three. Lauren Wolk goes down on strikes for the 12th strikeout of the game for Ava Greer. Now bring Dunsey up to the plate. One away, top of the sixth. Upstairs, it misses for a ball. And the count is 1-0. Do you put the bunt on with Dunsey here, Sean? She showed bunt a couple of times today. 
popped it out in the uh, fourth inning. And she bunted out back in her first time up as well. Right back to the pitcher and Ava Greer that time. So twice she's been out trying to bunt. Maybe that's why we haven't seen her show bunt here. The count's now one and one. She just did right there on that cold strike. Pulled oh, it back. Me. Swings away with a 1-1 counts, and it's strike two. Ball and two strikes. You got Bloom at first. And the top of the order due up next for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Swing and a miss, strike three. 13th strikeout of the game from Ava Greer as strikeouts are brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966. That'll bring Addie Weiler up to the plate. She's one for three so far. Struck out swinging twice, and in the middle of those strikeouts is a double on a line drive to center field. Swing and a miss. She was way out in front of that off-speed pitch. Sitting fastball. She's fooled. And the count is 0-1 to Weiler. You've got Ziprich on deck. Two for three with a pair of home runs. Bunt dropped up the third baseline. Terry goes to second with it with two outs. Not even covering the bag was Ava Huber. I don't know if Terry just didn't realize the situation. And safe at first is Weiler on the fielder's choice. Bloom stands at second. And instead of seeing Ziprich with nobody on because you're in a new inning, you got two on with two outs and Ziprich up. And she's already hit two homers today. Here comes Ziprich. She shows bunts and fouls it off. Surprised they don't have her up there just swinging away with the way she's had Ava Greer's number so far. She did strike out her last time up swinging, but she got a pair of home runs today otherwise. Neil one. Off speed in the turf. Missing for ball one. And she wasn't showing bunt there. I wonder if that was just to draw the corner infielders in. Maybe. Just a little bit of mind games here. A 1-1 as they are in. There's a big hack. But waving on it is Ziprich, and she's behind in the count. 1-2. Greer looking to strand Bloom at second. Weiler at first. She sets. And the 1-2 from Greer. High and outside. It misses for a ball. 2-2. Two and two. Three-nothing ball game. All three of those RBIs off the bat of Avery Ziprich on a solo shot back in the first, and then a two-run shot to left field in the third. That pitch misses for a ball. Three balls, two strikes, your count with two down. The three-two. Low and outside, it's gonna miss for ball four. And that will load the bases for Michaela Joggers, who's had a good game herself. Grounded out to short, singled on a pop fly to shallow center field, and reached on an error by the pitcher Ava Greer on that pop fly in the infield she overpursued. Big chance for Valley Catholic, and it's popped up high in the air on the infield. The shortstop, Huber, she settles in between second and third, and she's got it. For the third and final out to end the top of the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, but the bases are left loaded by the Valley Catholic Warriors as St. Genevieve keeps it at a 3 nothing ball game. To the bottom of the sixth we go, the Dragons will send Schmelzley. Wolkenbeckerman up after this on KFMO. 
To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From Wisconsin Wisconsin with love, welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, Chris Offenberg GM Superstore in Farmington, First State Community Banks, Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington, and Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Bottom of the sixth inning we go, 3 nothing your score. This one hit and threw up the middle for a base hit into center field. Hope Schmelzley lacing the first pitch she sees into center. And she's on with nobody out in the bottom of the sixth inning. One out of three that St. Genevieve would need to put the pressure on the Valley Catholic Warriors. Here comes Mallory Wolk to the plate. Low for one on the day so far. Grounded out the second and worked a walker most recent time up. Slightly open stance in the right-handed batter's box. Pitch to her. Pops this one up. Left center field. It's carrying and catching it a few feet shy of the wall in center field. Is Addie Donzi. Schmelzley gets back to first base. It's one down in the bottom of the sixth inning. So a little too much air underneath that one from Mallory Wolk. And there's one down in the bottom of the sixth. Ziprich with a runner at first. Getting ready to pitch to Beckerman, who was one for two on the day. Hard ground ball back up the middle for a base hit. Struck out swinging her most recent time up and gunned down at second base. Is Hope Schmelzley as Nicole Gag got her. As a tough jump by Schmelzley over there at first. Even after the uh, time that she's able to go was still a little bit of a late jump. Missed for a ball, and the count is 1-0. What a throw from Nicole Gag. They've been kind of picking on her today. She's had a couple not-so-great throws to second base, and St. Genevieve has been taking advantage as that pitch dropped in for a strike. One ball, one strike, your count to Beckerman now with nobody on and two down in the bottom of the sixth inning. Calling time at the plate is Beckerman. She'll step out. The 1-1. Missing the, no, getting a piece of the low outside corner with Ziprich. The count goes one and two.
The one, two. Fought back foul. And again, remains a ball on two strikes. It's a three-nothing ball game with Valley Catholic leading St. Genevieve. Valley Catholic Warriors with their middle third of the order due up in the top of the seventh. Ziprich sets. And the one-two. Upstairs, two balls and two strikes here counts. We get to her, it's Maddie Terry who's due up next. And if we do get to her in this inning, that at least guarantees the St. Genevieve Dragons will have the top of the order back up before this game is over. The 2-2. Downstairs, called strike three, throw it up backwards. Alyssa Beckerman is run up for the third and final out in the inning and the tenth strikeout of the game from Ziprich. No runs, a hit, no errors, and courtesy of the caught stealing a runner, no runners, excuse me, left stranded on base. To the top of the seventh we go, 3 nothing. your score. Valley Catholic out in front of St. Genevieve on KFMO. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal mobility app, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Macy Wolk, Emily Fleeg, and Aubrey Wolk do up middle third of the order for the Valley Catholic Warriors here in the top half of inning number seven. Three-nothing your score. Valley Catholic leads St. Genevieve looking for some insurance runs here. And the first pitch in the low outside part of the plate misses for a ball from new pitcher into the game. Alyssa Cook will get a look here in the top of the seventh. Counts it's 1-0. Oh. 1-0 pitch. Misses for ball two. Two balls. No strikes. So the book is closed on Ava Greer. Other than two big hits, not a bad game from her. She pitches six innings complete, facing 30 batters on 112 pitches. Swing and a miss, two and one, your count. She threw 70 of them for strikes, 42 for balls. She allowed five hits, three runs, each of them earned. Walked four, struck out 13, ERA of 3.5, whip of 1.5. She left nine stranded and currently sits in line for the loss. Unless the St. Genevieve Dragons can get something going in the bottom of the seventh inning. She's the designated, or excuse me, the flex for St. Genevieve as well, so all she can do is sit by and watch. A 3-1 as Macy Wolk digs back into the right-handed batter's box. Pulls it up the third baseline. Foul. Count runs full at 3-2. Wolk on the game. Walk, strikeout swinging, and a pop-out to second base. Hugging the right field line. 
That's her day so far. She digs back in, now facing a full count. And fights it off foul once again. It skips off of her in foul territory. Cook spinning the ball on her right hip. Sets. And the 3-2. Smoked right back to the third baseman. Terry It ricochets off of her. And it's picked up by Huber at short. And Terry is down and in a ton of pain. And they're going to go out and check on her and make sure that she's doing okay. And we'll step aside here. 3 nothing. your score. we got a player down for the St. Genevieve Dragons injured. It's Maddie Terry, the third baseman on KFMO. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Precious memories left behind Bring us joy and peace of mind When we celebrate the lives of those we love Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. Top of the seventh inning. And we got a runner safe at first base in Macy Wolkin, the infield single as Maddie Terry able to walk off the field but with an ice pack just pressed to the side of her face i think that might have got her just underneath the mask or honestly with how hard that was hit it might have still hurt with where the mask was and jolie parker will come into third base that got her square on the forehead and popped the mask off so parker now stands at third in the top of the seventh inning, Alyssa Cook still in the circle for St. Genevieve. And Becky Keim, the head coach of the St. Genevieve Dragons, who walked off with Terry, keeping that ice pack pressed to her, is going to make his way, make her way rather, to the home plate umpire and dictate to him the changes that she made. It's Parker who's in at third base. You've got Wolk at first. For Valley Catholic, and nobody out in the top of the seventh inning looking to provide some insurance runs. And I will also use this as an opportunity to go out and have a chat with her entire infield. It's a tough play that, I mean, there's nothing Maddie Terry could have done. That oh, was no. a shot right right to her. That was just a perfectly struck ball by Macy Walk. Unfortunately for Terry, it just happened to be right to her. This is a uh, situation now where you get your 
a chance for your uh, fielders to get back to the game, calm things down. And I tell you what, it's it's a good thing she was wearing a mask over there at third yes. base. Misha does not mandate the corner infielders to wear them. They just recommend it. You'll see amongst the rest of the infield for St. Genevieve, Schweigert's got one at second. At first, Beckerman's got it. Parker wears one at third as well. The only infielder who doesn't for St. Genevieve is their shortstop, Ava Huber. She's just got the traditional visor on. Pitching the turf for a ball. Want to know your count to Emily Fleeg, who is 0 for 2 on the day so far. Struck out swinging twice, worked a walk her most recent time up. That one will miss for ball two. 2 and 0 your count. Let's cook behind in the count once again. She holds the ball against her right hip and draws set. The 2-0. In there for a strike. Two balls, one strike, your count, with a runner at first and nobody out in the top of the seventh inning. Well, Fleek can poke this one to the right center field gap. She'll be running for days. Right fielder Wolk on the line. The center fielder playing pool. Swing and a miss. Strike two. There's a golf swing that time from Emily Fleek over the top. We should have laid off of that one. Would have made the count 3-1. A little more than an hour and a half into our ball game. In the top of the seventh, take 3-0 lead for the Valley Catholic Warriors on KFMO. A dive from Huber at short. She can't get it as it squeezes between her and third baseman Jolie Parker. Back-to-back singles for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Put two on with nobody out in the top of the seventh. And Aubrey Wolk coming to the plate. Wolk, 0 for 2 herself on the day, also searching for her first hit. Strikeout swinging, worked a walk, and grounded out to third. See the first pitch, drop in the bucket for a strike. Two final scores to report on the baseball diamond. Festus tops Potosi, 16 to 1. Fredericktown over Herculaneum, 3 nothing. The 0-1, swing and a miss. Count quickly, 0-2. Pitcher, Cook, set. Misses in the outside part of the plate. Ball and two strikes. I think they were trying to hit the outside part, see if they could get Aubrey Wolk to chase, but you throw it that far outside, you're not going to get too many baseball or too many softball players rather to go after that one. Here's the one-two. Hit on the left-hand side, past the reach of Huber at short and into left field. They're going to send the runner from second around home. She'll score. And it's a 4-0 ball game favoring the Valley Catholic Warriors off the RBI single from Aubrey Wolk, scoring Macy Wolk. Some insurance runs for the Valley Catholic Warriors as that will work to a T. And we have a conversation between Kaim and the umpire again, but nothing coming of it. 4-0 is the score as the Lady Warriors lead it. And there's still nobody out in this inning. I'll bring Kelsey Bloom to the plate. Fleeg at second, Aubrey Wolk at first. Alyssa Cook, here's the first pitch from her. Now one hops behind Kelsey Bloom. Nice job by Chloe Staffen to stop that before it goes to the backstop. It's a 1-0 count. The 1-0. Missing on the outside part of the plate. No, that was a strike. 
Yeah. We've seen was some favorable calls was... on the outside part of the plate. That the most favorable. The 1-1. One, one. Swing and a miss. A ball and two strikes goes the count. Back to that strike call, Sean. That was about a softball into the batter's box as well. It was. A I mean, bit, if there was someone standing in the left-handed batter's box, she'd have to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah that was. That's that was, how far outside it was. Strike three, low and inside this time, and it's called a strike. And we've got one out in the top of the seventh as Kelsey Bloom goes down looking. Brings Lauren Wolk to the plates, and she is as happy as anyone that Ava Greer is no longer in the circle. As she was a strikeout victim to her not once, not twice, but three times throughout this game. Twice swinging, once looking. Fought off foul, count is 0-1. After Lauren Wolk, you've got Addie Donzi due up next, and then we'll see the top of the order again for Valley Catholic. Neil 1, swing and a miss, 0-2. Off speed, Walk way out in front of that one. For the St. Genevieve Dragons, it's their bottom third of the order, and it was supposed to be Maddie Terry leading off the bottom of the seventh inning. As it stands right now, it'll be Jolie Parker. They have two misses low and inside, a ball and two strikes. So unless they swap Jolie Parker out of the game, who usually comes in to run, pitch imagine we'll see uh her come up to lead off the next inning it's hit to parker her throw to first comes out of the glove of Alyssa beckerman on a one hop to her everyone's safe bases are loaded and here comes addy donzi to the plates put that down as an e3 e5 it was e5. a throwing area okay. in the dirt tough play by julie parker coming off the bench not really warm either, one, because it's cooling down, and two, you, you haven't had time to throw anything around. And it's late in the game. She's had to come in, too. They're going to go home with it on a grounder to Huber. She's got the out at the plate. Beats out Emily Fleeg and keeps it at a four-run ball game. Big play from Ava Huber at short. And there's two down in the top of the seventh. That's a good play by Huber. Heads-up play as the infield was in. Addie Weiler now digs in. Two outs, top of the seventh. You don't want to see Ziprich come to the plate again. That one's fouled off. She homered her first two times up. Strikeout swinging in her third at bat and walked her most recent time through. That's Ziprich at least. Weiler has had a solid line so far this game, one for four. Struck out twice, bunted into a fielder's choice her most recent time up. Dropped in for a strike, count quickly 0-2. Seems like Alyssa Cook has really settled in here ever since the first few at-bats that she got. Absolutely, Sean, and she could get out of this jam with one pitch. The 0-2 pulled on the left-hand side. Parker's got it. She takes it to third herself for the third. And final out to end the inning, and that will do it for the Valley Catholic Warriors here in the seventh. They get a run off of three hits in error, and they leave three stranded. St. Genevieve with Parker, Schweigert, and Werner. Due up in the bottom of the seventh inning. They got to get four runs to keep this game going on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. 
Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, or dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. Bottom of the seventh inning, last licks for the St. Genevieve Dragons, and it will be Jolie Parker who leads things off, and she takes one low in the zone for a ball, 1-0. and The pitch, swing and a miss. Uh, fastball upstairs, and it's a 1-1 count. Parker, we've seen a lot of her this season. As I mentioned before, though, usually as a courtesy runner for St. Genevieve, seldom as a batter. The 1-1 takes it low in the zone for a ball. Two balls and a strike. So you know that St. Genevieve would love for her to be able to reach safely however it comes. But we'll see what she's got at the plate. Slightly open stance, right-handed batter's box, Ziprich. The 2-1 pitch to her. Fought off, foul. And the count is all even at two balls, two strikes. You got Mia Schweigert due up next and Autumn Werner. The nine hitter after that, we're not guaranteed anyone after that. But if we do get further, we're back to Ava Huber in the top of the order. The 2-2. Swing and a miss, strike three. Parker behind on the fastball high and inside. She goes down on strikes for out number one in the bottom of the seventh inning and the 11th strike out of the ball game for Ziprich. That will bring Schweigert to the plate. In the low outside corner for a strike. Count is 0-1 to Schweigert, who is 1-2 in the day so far. Strikeout swinging and a pop fly to left field that landed between the shortstop Weiler and the left fielder Wolk. The 0-1. Back and away from that one is Schweigert, but she takes it for a strike. Count is 0-2. Chokes up on the bat a little bit. Waving the bat back and forth and running the fingers up and down the bat. And swings and chops one. Foul up the first baseline. No one to your count. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning in a 4-0 ball game favoring the Valley Catholic Warriors. They got all but one of their runs in the first three innings off the bat of Avery Ziprich. Fouled back. Got an insurance run in the top of the seventh. And usually with the talent that Ziprich has and the way she's been pitching today, four runs is way more than enough. She draws set. Awaiting the sign and taking too long for Mia Schweigert as she calls a timeout. She steps out of the right-handed batter's box and will dig back in. Here comes the 0-2. Low called strike three. Down on strikes is Schweigert. 
And Ziprich with two outs in the bottom of the seventh looking to close the book on the St. Genevieve Dragons before that top of the order can come to the plate as she'll face Autumn Werner. Ziprich set. The pitch. In there for a strike. Count is 0-1. Werner on the day so far. She's one for two. Strikeout swinging. She also had a single on a fly ball to shallow left field. Hits this one to deep left field over the head of the left fielder, Lauren Wolk. And it rolls to the fence. Turning around first. Heading to second is Werner. She's in there standing up with a double. And that will bring the top of the order to the plate for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Good piece of hitting by Werner. As with one strike, she... Turned on that one and just somehow kept it fair. And unfortunately for her, just stayed in the yard. But sometimes that's good because it could start a rally for your team. Here comes Hubert to the plate. She's had a tough game over three with a strikeout. Ground out to short and was out on the front end of that infield fly double play. Pops it up to right field on the first pitch she sees. Aubrey Wolk comes on. She's got it for the third and final out in the bottom of the seventh inning. And that'll do it. Valley Catholic Warriors win this one 4 to nothing over the St. Genevieve Dragons as the two teams here in the oldest settlement this side of the Mississippi will split on the season series. We'll take a break when we return. Bill Bass, American Family Insurance Post Game Show. Comes your way next on AM 1240 KFMO. 